Hi, folks. This is Future Sinistar. We had some internet technical difficulties, so this is pieced together from that live video. So please forgive us. Hey, guys. I'm super. Thanks for asking. Today on... Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Press B to Cancel podcast, uh, your favorite podcast, if we'd started six minutes ago on time. Wow. <laughs> Automatically no longer our favorite podcast. <laughs> That's ruled right. out. That's vetoed. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm your host, Sinister77. Uh, I'm joined by three of my favorite people today. Chard, how you doing? I'm good. And this is not a green screen. This is real. This is this. Exists. Don't believe it. I'm pulling items from an actual <laughs> shelf. That is some amazing 3D technology. Yeah. So now, uh, Chard Monk's got his own bingo wall. Yes, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna write up. Tournament is just our Unreal Five engine is amazing for the VFX. <laughs> right. Well, at least it's not Unity. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I'm also joined by Werewolf. Werewolf, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm. Uh... Excited to talk about this. It's kind of a weird subject tonight mm. that uh, I don't think people tend to think about. Right, right. We'll get to the subject in a second. Jake, how are you today? Doing great. I'm glad to be back. Still a little bit under the weather, but hey, I'm all moved, so that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. It was Jake's a harrowing a nice, journey. Jake's got a nice background set up there, too. You can see the the, con the arcade looking real nice. It's got that cool looking light. I like the uh, setup in the new place. Just don't it's look all, at his all imaginary. It's all, all illusionary. Just don't all look at his lamp. Yeah, yeah, don't I was look, say, he didn't get up to touch anything. No, <laughs> don't don't look <laughs> yeah, at his no, lamp. No. <laughs> we do not acknowledge that there's a lamp. What there's lamp? No I didn't lamp. buy a lamp. <laughs> I don't know. All right, <laughs> you can't. So, you can't bend the lamp. There is no lamp. <laughs> there's no lamp. Only Zool. Uh We today are taking on a subject that I feel like might become a series. We haven't really defined if it's going to become a series, but it might. And that is kind of a comparison of consoles end of days compared to, say, its initial days or even its midlife. And we are focusing today on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System or the Super Famicom. And uh, we have, uh, we, I think we had expected because when we do this for the original Nintendo Entertainment System, that had some real bangers at the end, and I think we all kind of felt like that. We'll get to that uh, as far as the Super NES, but um, it was it was a little shocking actually in comparison. So, you see a lot of discussion about like launch titles or you know the the progression of use of technology over the time. I feel like you don't see a whole lot of discussion about like sunset titles for a console, right? Sure, right. Yeah, although the the original Nintendo Entertainment System, and I'm not going to go over that because we'll probably talk about that at some point, but it did have some absolute bangers, and they really kind of figured out, like they, they manipulated the technology toward the end and really got yeah. some amazing quantity out, or quality out of it. I mean, it um, felt like it was the bridging of the gap between the 8-bit to the 16-bit. Yeah, like that yeah. was their, their transitionary period into moving into 
the higher powered stuff. Yeah, going 16, into the 16 Super bit, Nintendo right? Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely were like, we could have done this here, but here's something that we could do it easier on. And you're like, oh, yeah. cool. Nice little bridge. Yeah. So to start with, um, how about we do some impressions on launch titles? Let's start at the beginning. So we went through some lists and, you know, looking at the launch titles, there are some of the absolute most epic games. Who wants to kind of start talking about this? I'm not a very good impressionist, so I don't know, <laughs> but I might be able to do Super Mario World. Um, it's you mean amazing. the best? You mean the best Super Mario Three? I mean the worst version of Super Mario Three. Yes. Okay. Well, let's really quick. We should. I feel like we need the disclaimer that we're going by North American releases here. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. like, it's it's probably a little more in line with what European markets received, yeah. but it's there's so many that were Japan only. We're not discussing those. We're talking about North America specifically dates. Yeah. Well, before we start. Uh, well, whoever wants to volunteer, I'm going to list the North American. There were five release day titles and, and a couple that came shortly after. But the five release day titles are F-Zero, Gradius 3, Pilot Wings, SimCity, and Super Mario World. The better Super Mario 3. It's not. Mario Bros. 3 is I don't far superior. True. But Mario I World. I agree with that. Mario yeah. World. Is still a solid title, and for that to be day one at launch for the American audience is fabulous. It's long and lengthy, different zones, wild variety of enemies, not as many power ups as Mario Bros. Three, but that's okay when the game is just so expansive. Fantastic music. Mario World is one of the best Mario games out there. I think we did an episode on on Mario Brackets, I think, and that was mm -hmm. definitely yeah, one of the did. top games yeah. for sure. Just a wild title, but I want to mention Pilot Wings. I love Pilot Wings, and I, I know there's one in the N64, like a sequel. It's not nearly mm -hmm. the same. I really wish mm -hmm. that Nintendo would go back to Pilot Wings and give us a proper sequel to that game. I love Pilot Wings. All the vehicles are rad. It's it's one of the launch titles that took advantage of the Mode Seven graphics. It did it really cool. It's fun. It's not a simulation, but it kind of feels like it when you're flying around the the biplane, for example. You have to be very careful how you angle your wings for a landing. Just an overall fantastic game, and it has, um, I mean, it even has, I mean, it's not boss levels, but it has those helicopter stages, which also feel really great and are really fun to play. Just For an all-around sure. solid package. Uh, Pilot Wings is one of my favorite games in the system, and it's one that I still play back. To, I play even today. I'll go back to it all the time. So Pilot Wings is such a fantastic launch title. And, I, and then I'm going to include... Sequel? <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to include... It actually did get a sequel on the 3DS. Did it? Called Pilot Wings Resort. Yeah. Mm. And I want to say that we Sports mm. Resort also had like some a aspects that was yeah. similar to Pilot Wings, but Pilot yeah. Wings expansion. <laughs> now, I do want to include because uh basically a week later there were four titles that came out and this is where we see a little bit of a shake on the on the amazingness. A week later, you get the chess master, which chess is fine. I'm going to say chess is fine. Chess master was my <laughs> high school nickname. Was it? I don't think yeah. so. I had a really broad chest. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. uh, Draken, which I played on the PC. We tried it out today kind of as a group. That was a stinker. 
a hyper zone, which was just kind of weird. And uh super R type, which is great. So you did have a little bit of a shaky landing on the second week, but super R type out of obviously out of those three out of those four, super I type will reign supreme on there. Yeah. But it is quite the challenge to get even uh, I think I got to like level three. I even tried playing that game for a charity and I reluctantly thought to myself, you know what? I could be really good at this game, and I was not. It's it's a tough it's a tough haul. So up, but but those three I would I would choose R type. It's probably one of the better out of the uh, yeah the second week releases that came out. Yeah. Anyway, if you do look at kind of the first the first really the first couple months of the Super Nintendo, I mean, throw in their Act Razor, uh, you know, Act Razor. Uh, yeah, uh, Super Bases Loaded. Populous. Now, I never played Populous. Do any of you have... I played it on the PC. Do any of you have Super Nintendo experience with Populous? No, just no. the Genesis version for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, but, Act I mean, Razor. There's some winners in there. There's Super Castlevania 4. There's oh, yeah. Super Off-Road, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Lots of Supers. Um, super yeah. Tennis? Well, I mean, everything was married to the Super Famicom or the Super sure. NES. You know, so it's all going to be Super. Like, especially coming out the gate, you're going to buy Super anything. But if it was an original title, Super Metroid, Super Castlevania 4, Super blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't a new title, if it was a continuing title, Super Mario... Well, Super Mario World doesn't count because Super Mario was the title from the right. beginning. It just now it's... This was, this was super, super. World. Right. It's like extra super. <laughs> but it's like having extra cheese on your burrito, you know, <laughs> extra super. But you could have had it and, back there with just a little less cheese on it, but it's the same thing. And within the first two months, you had Final Fantasy 2 slash 4. Yes. Right. Top three Final Fantasies out of the entire franchise, if you were to <laughs> argue with me about that. Actually, I think and, uh, GP would agree with me on that. I think. There's also a racing game that I've mentioned before, but I feel like it doesn't get enough love called RPM Racing that came mm. out yep. in November of 91. Yep. And I mean, it looks a lot like what you'd expect from uh, RC Pro Am or that sort of thing. It's it's kind of rock and roll racing before rock and roll racing. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think they're both interplay. Mm, sure, I might be wrong. Uh, but, let's see. Uh, Wait, hang on. RPM Racing was interplay. It was distributed by Silicon and Synapse, but interplay was the uh, producer or the creator. Right. Okay. Well, when did, um, you, when did you and what? Squadrons hit the hit? The you show? and Squadrons was early. Early. You and like Squadrons this. was. Um, yeah, Sep- it's September. only listed as September, so it is in the first month to month and a half. I thought yeah. that was pretty early on in the in the um, the life cycle. So, so that's it's, a great it's, game too. There's a lot of strong contenders and a couple of garbage games that sure. were released. I mean, you can always expect some garbage games coming into a console's life period. Like, yeah, but I feel like Super Nintendo's lineup was relatively strong out of the gate and stayed strong, right? It came out swinging. I mean, that's really what it is, is it came out swinging, right? Well, it had like, to, right? Because Nintendo really had to explain to families across the globe 
why they need to buy a Super Nintendo, why you need to buy something that will not play the same cartridges from the NES, you need to upgrade. And, and this these yeah. games are, are your reasons why. Like, it really brought yeah. a lot of new things to the table. Like, graphics, music, Mode 7 is really cool. Uh, and they really had to show up right from the get-go. I think the only thing missing from the launch contra. was Zelda. Super Link to the contra. Past was later on. Yeah, Zelda Link to the Past that was, was later 93, on. That was 93, I think. Was it? Okay. But I love I love that like they had a division of, here's some regular style 2D games, but F-Zero and Pilot Wings, they're like, here's your Mode 7. Great. Enjoy the Mode 7, right? Like, right. and it was it was crazy because we didn't have 3D to that point at this at this time in our life, right? Right. So, I'd like to correct seven. myself. It was not 93. It was April 92. So it was six months in. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Still pretty close. When did uh, Contra 4, Super Contra, when did that, because it's not Super C, but it's still... Is that Contra 3? It might actually Contra, Contra 3. three Contra 3 Warrior. was April A April of 92. Zelda. April nice. of 92. Okay. Yep. So okay. so Zelda and Contra were both married together basically around the same time frame. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, if your parents delayed a week and took you to the store a week later, you could get both. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But I mean, I mean you had Super Super Con like, you know, Contra 4, Super Contra, Contra 3, Super Contra whatever. Yeah another super game that was added to the system just to keep that, that super moniker alive and, and keep it rolling. Right. There was, there was too many good games. It's, it's a lot like the end of 2023. <laughs> there's just a lot of good games coming out for, okay. uh, for the, the first life of, uh, of the super Nintendo. Another, another, this is going to be an asterisk, whether it's good or bad, but April 1st of 92 super adventure Island. There it is. Get out of here! And that's, like, and that's nobody what everybody likes that was game. waiting. Nobody, <laughs> nobody. I mean, it's it's better than the NES game, but it's. Oh. Not. Say, I thought Super Adventure Island was was the better of the of the grouping. <laughs> it probably yeah. doesn't have the impossible jump in it. <laughs> no, not the Chris and the Crisco feet. It might takes out the Crisco <laughs> yeah. feet. Uh, all right, Shrums, that's what Shroomy calls it. But super right. strong launch for SNES. Yeah, absolutely super strong launch. So, I mean, I think that we'll probably kind of, you know, organically talk about this as we go through, but let's, um, let's shift gears and let's talk, let's at least look at the list of kind of the end of life titles and, and, uh, we're going to go in reverse order here because I want to bring up the first stinker Frogger Mm. (laughs) Frogger released October 6th, 1998. Yes, this was the very last North American release, and I, I I find it amusing that this was not released in Europe or Japan. <laughs> well, it's because they knew. <laughs> <laughs> they figured it out before anybody else could. They figured it out. Uh, I mean, this is a classic Majesco move, right? Oh, are we hmm. back? Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. Okay, I caught the last thing I caught was this is a Majesco move. Right. Yeah, and throw a trash they, they game trash out, out there. there. People yeah. will buy yeah. it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know why so, they would. Why would they reach so far back? Like, you've got. Well, I mean, you ended. Listen, but, you ended the NES lifespan, like the original Nintendo Entertainment System, with games like Battletoads, which, granted, is a difficult game, but I mean, it comes to that level, right? It's still it's fucking Battletoads. Oh, it looks Battletoads good. It plays looked, great. Battletoads looked better than Frogger. I, this is what I'm saying. So yeah. why why it's just like 
Eh. Well, eh. so it is not. It is not. It is not a port of the arcade or the Atari or what. This is. It is dressed up. <clears throat> dressed up with uh, with with huge quotes. <laughs> with huge quotes for the Super Nintendo because they've at least like rounded the corners on things. But it's got black dots in its eyes. I mean, <laughs> wow. But uh, <laughs> but first off, no music. And I'm not talking like I'm not talking like there's no music during the gameplay. I'm talking there you start this cartridge, there's no music. Are those turtles or are those beetles? What what is floating in the water? Like that's a good question. It's I ridiculous. I thought it was Jake. Iron Man yeah, masks walking in the water for a minute. Jake, you or, might be uh, muted. I am. I am muted. Sorry. What's better, yes. Sinistar? No music or far, four bars of music? Would you rather? <sighs> wow. Now you've wow. now you've Call now you've put me out. Hold on. You've put me in an awkward position, my friend. <laughs> no. Oh no, no. I have a thought. I have a thought. So there's two things going on, I think, with this decision. Because it's 98 at this point, right? People are used to, at this point, with their PlayStation and, to like, with some games, they'd pull out the disc and put in a CD to play the music from their game, like, from their CD instead of the game. Because you could do that with some, like, X Games. Sure, that. sure. Yeah. I mean... And maybe it was just of- a thing, like, keep your sound on and play your stereo next to you. You could listen to whatever you want. Make your own soundtrack. <laughs> That's a stretch. I think it's just more they just didn't want to pay anybody to make music for this. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and I then mean, they, yeah, and then they made some really awkward sounds for the Frogger movement too. Like, yeah. On top of it, the hitbox are just janky. The hitboxes are just janky. It's, it's just. I don't. I, it's it's just, not very difficult worse, to compare, right? Though. It's Frogger, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's well, I fine. Mean, like, old arcade Frogger. It's not yeah. even as good as that in my mind because things don't read as well. What's yeah. wrong with that alligator's face? I don't. <laughs> There's an alligator. I, yeah, I oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That I don't get it. Alligator's face is like. It's, it's like. All I hear when the mouth is open is, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a <laughs> 1920s gangster. Yeah, see, oh, my, yeah, there is an alligator. <laughs> yeah, it's up top. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> this game's oh, not him, that bad, though. I mean, well, it'll be it, no music. You're right. Sound effects are <laughs> questionable. The graphics, I, I mean, the they are what they are. boxes are bad. Yeah, but you get so many lives, so it's not like this game is like you know a difficult version of Frogger because the original was quite difficult. This seems to be oh, more for sure. of an attempt to get more people to play the game, so it is a lot easier than the original. I think. I, I'm not saying that it's. I not, wouldn't play this if yeah. someone said that this was an attempt to get me to play this. They can go to hell. <laughs> I have a, okay. I have a question for you guys. I know the goal isn't to compare it to other consoles, but to a degree, we kind of need to. Have either <laughs> have any of you guys ever played? Frogger for the PlayStation. Yeah, no. like the, the no. kind of the 3D or looking one, yeah. Yeah, it it was yeah. decent. Like it, it was felt decent. like a nice modern update to the Frogger formula. Came yeah. out over a year before this Frogger. Mm. 
They no, just it wasn't the same the company. Even it was a different company that made the PlayStation One. Uh, publisher was Hasbro. Developer was SCE Cambridge. So yeah, totally different. Now Gorilla. Okay, the the uh, the SNES one was Morningstar Multimedia and Majesco. Yeah, and Morningstar Media was done is founded by um, Dan Kitchen, who is um, actually he did uh, he's one of the guys. I think he was a programmer on Ghostbusters, and I think he also did Keystone Capers. So he's like an Atari twenty six hundred generation developer. So this is a studio that he founded, and this is they kind of did games like this. They kind of did reimagining of Atari games and ports of Atari games. Well, you can't. Like usually, when you reimagine something, you reimagine yeah, it better. I would have. This is like reimagined from a nightmare. <laughs> this is like I, I, I don't think this is accurate, but this is how I remember it being played. And you're like, no, no, this is totally off base, man. You were so it's like wrong. My, it's like my it's kid like trying technic- to explain his dream to me in the morning. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, like some of it's just vomit, terrifying. Man. I feel like somebody went and was given like. I don't know, four months to do this game, including the graphics. And at the end of it, somebody probably looked at it and said, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> what What did I send you to do? <laughs> it's like somebody was saying, hey, I, I got this idea. Well, we got to re- hurry up and get this game out. So just come up with a game. Yeah, but it's Frogger. I don't care. I don't care what it is. Just release it. We've got, we've got to get it done. And then they release it. And they weren't listening. And he goes, okay, my game's done. And they put it in and they go, what the fuck did we talk about? Like, I don't, re- I don't remember having this discussion at any point in our lives where I said this was okay to make, and this looks like shit. This looks like your kid fingerprinted on top of a disc. This is awful. And he goes, "Well, that's what I got." And Why like, well, are there? Guess we're releasing so it. many like construction tractors on the road <laughs> in this game. It's a busy street. It's a lot you know, of work. The world of Frogger's hip and the wait. city, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I represents have... all the work they didn't do. No, no, no. I have a logical, <laughs> I have a logical answer. Uh, the, the, uh, the Joker was, was creating another caper, AKA similar to the dark Knight, where he used all the buses, but this time he used construction uh, vehicles. I just think I think this is just an inside joke of this game is still woefully under construction. So play it at your own risk. It is disappointing that this is literally the last game released for Super Nintendo. (laughs) This is what the system goes out on. This and it goes out like a year after the last game. Like I mean, this is the only game in '98 as well, right? Into the night, Super (laughs) Nintendo rage, rage, Super Nintendo rage. It did not rage. It whimpered. All right, next on the list, because we're going in reverse order, it does not get better. In fact, we get another version of Frogger. We get it through a game called Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle Games. Mm. Which we just found out was a PC game, right? Yes. Well, it was released on like everything. No, it was released on Mac, Windows, and Super Nintendo. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mac, Windows, and Super Nintendo. <laughs> that is some that is some company to be within. I'll tell you what. Uh, so now, oh, this, I like that Jake brought up the Frogger portion. Is totally on purpose, the, I swear. Is this the Super <laughs> Nintendo version 
of yes. this game. It yes. looks wow. the animation quality is quite good. No, it looks great. You got the hyena yeah. drinking the water there. Timon's just trying to get some bugs. You know, he's just doing his thing. But Jesus God, man. Yeah. So, so you should break down what this game actually is, though, because it's not just this. Okay. All right. This is one of our significant gaps. So sorry, there's a little bit missing here, but back to our program. All right, folks. Sorry about that. Uh, apparently, there's a border war between Canada and the U.S. <laughs> All right. We're losing. So to- Don't joke about that. They're shutting down the internet. Yeah. All right. So to bring us back to where we were, uh, we were talking about Timon and Pumbaa's Jungle Games, which is a epically amazingly bad collection. Well, of it looks good. The animation I mean, does look good. Let's not get okay. But wait until wait until we go through the games. Okay, so we're showing here Hippo Hop, which is a reimagining of Frogger and I'm not sure if it's worse or better I can't determine I'm going to go with better better. because it already looks better than the the Frogger we just watched I mean it had music it had sound effects that make sense and it's got you can tell what things are I mean all right that's fair that's there's a gameplay difference though in this one right he walked over and rang the bells I never tried that I don't know what that does. All right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, what does the bell do? All right. So I'm going to read this description. It's a 1995 party video game. The game was released in 1995 for Windows. Uh, a Super Nintendo system port was developed by Tiertex and published by THQ. Uh, was released in North America and PAL territories. Um. It consists of five mini-games featuring Timon and Pumbaa, as well as other jungle animals from The Lion King. The games are Jungle Pinball, which was not bad. I will give that one a not bad. I like I mean, that one. I like Pinball. I like Pinball. Yeah. Uh, so Jungle Pinball. Um, the pinball game where the board is filled with animals instead of bumpers. So you're really smashing a ball into, you know, a bunch of animals' faces. <laughs> Well, I, so love the the ba- I love the, the bamboo right arrow mouse that's on the Super Nintendo. I'm a big fan of that. Burper. <laughs> Burper. <laughs> a shooter type game using Pumbaa to belch gas. There you go. Yeah, if you're familiar with Puyo Puyo, it's kind of like that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, let's see. We went over Hippo Hop. Uh, and Sling Shooter, a slingshot game that really has rules we didn't understand. <laughs> yeah, so that was one where it's it's like a carnival shooting game, which, again, you're using a D-pad to mimic a mouse. Not good. And you're shooting various hyenas, hippos, birds. But I couldn't figure out what gives you points. Hitting a hippo gives you minus 200. Hitting, hitting a bird gives you plus 200. Is it like screw the birds in this game? Like it doesn't make any sense with the scoring. Like I could not figure it out. Right. Well, yeah, everybody it, knows birds are assholes. It seemed sure. like it might have been a case of uh, if they are carnivores, you get points if you hit them. No, no, that makes a lot wait, more sense. <laughs> wait, I just well, saw like large carnivores. I guess I just <laughs> saw on Jungle Pinball one of the doors that opens to show 
one of the animals that you can hit with the ball. It was, it was Pumbaa with a crosshair on his ass, and he wiggled his ass at you. I mean, that's how I met my wife. So, <laughs> I mean, if you had to like that, would you ass, wiggle right? it too? I mean, honestly, yeah, I painted it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had the paint. The paint's back here. Mm. So this is the one that I had to. <laughs> look up and see if it was for PC first because it reminded me of the Monty Python collection. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just, I gotta find out. And sure enough, it was. And it's weird because it it looks like it was a PC game first, right? Like, <laughs> Yes. Especially since you like D-pad to like aim the slingshot, right? Yeah, it's it seems like it has a lot of mouse controls that you have to use the D-pad as a mouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which right. not standard in most console games. Also, even Mario Paint was like, "No, you use an actual mouse." <laughs> Mario Paint said, "Nah." <laughs> Does this have mouse support? I wonder. Do you think? Because oh, at this point, uh, end of life, it, it would have been question. there, right? I, I wonder if it feel did. like there were not a lot of games that made use of the mouse for Super Nintendo, so probably not. I'll have to try it out at some point with the mouse. This is, yeah. this is certainly a thing. So, so I just noticed, because I was like, who the hell is Tiertex Design Studios? I haven't heard of Tiertex. I don't know about you guys, but in the last, what, 10 uh, game list for the Super Nintendo, there are two Tiertex Design Studio games. What's the other one? Okay. The other one is Brunswick World tournament of champions the bowling or the yeah the bowling game it's bowling interesting I, which hmm. i feel is probably a pc title i wonder if they're specializing in pc ports to consoles maybe that's what they're doing i bet you it literally says only super nest for that one huh. weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know this game is not i mean i could see a market for this game is definitely it's animated well it's, it's got a lot of character and charm to it i don't think the, the mini games are particularly fun although i did like the pinball uh, yeah. I would be upset if I paid full price for this, but I don't know if this is a sure. full price game back then, right? End of life yeah. of the SNES, you had N64 was already out, PS1 was already out. Listen, would this have been a full listen, price game? If the company is going to re release a remastered version of Mario RPG and charge $60 for the but goddamn game, Nintendo, this right? motherfucker was 70 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. But Guaranteed. Probably not, but I'm sure it was up there. I'm sure it was a, a standard price game because they're like, squeeze the fucking squeeze them, squeeze them for what they can. Sorry, I Nintendo. <laughs> not a fan. I'm not a fan of your practices. <clears throat> Don't sue us. Don't, <laughs> Don't shut us down. All right. So next on the list, Kirby Dreamland 3. There we go. And it was a Kirby game. So it played well. It seemed to have a little bit of character, but that said, I know Wolf, you mentioned that it felt like it felt like it lost some of the character of a Kirby game. Yeah. It felt like they went hard on a lot of the background art assets and stuff and like overly detailing the characters compared to what you would expect from Kirby. And then the gameplay was very slow for Kirby, like Kirby 64 slow. And that's the issue I had with Kirby 64. I got that at one point on the Wii and I was like, 
This is trash slow. I can't play this. It's boring. It's, it, it is slow. You feel like you have to dash just to run at a normal pace yeah. to make the game play at a at a halfway like, decent speed. <clears throat> you don't play Kirby and expect him to trudge around like RoboCop. Speaking of. <laughs> nice throwback. Nice callback. It's true. It's true. It's so true. I think it needs to be said, though, that this is more, this is not like a sequel to Kirby's Adventure on the NES, which I think is peak Kirby, to be honest. I love that one. Um, this is this is a sequel to Dreamland on the Game Boy. So right. it has that more zoomed in aspect to it, and the stage design feels more closer to the Game Boy game. And I, I do like the original Game Boy Kirby. Oh, what is And this that is feeling similar to that. Although you're right, Wolf, it is not nearly as fast paced, I guess. There's a game, I think it's on the Super Famicom. I don't think we ever got it in the States. And I can't remember. It's the girl with the harpoon, and she's running through the areas. It, it looks just like this. It literally, the animation, the the drawing, all of it looks like this. It's 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 been very big with in the past with a lot of mm. retro gamers. I cannot remember it. It is a oh, Japanese Wampum, title. Probably. But that's a Nintendo no, game, it's, though. No, it's not. Yeah. It's it's your, your little girl with a, with a grappling hook running around, swinging from point to point, oh, trying um, to avoid... Umihara. That's, Thank that's a you, game. Umihara. Yes. This looks like the same artwork as Umihara. You think so? To be honest with you. I do. It, it's it's the pastels. It's it's the pinks and the way that Kirby kind of looks, you know, he looks pastel. He doesn't look like your pink Kirby. He looks very pastel to me. He looks hand drawn. Yeah. Like this is, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. Yoshi's story. Look like, yeah. It's supposed yeah. to look like it's hand drawn. This game lost me because it, it reminded me of, it was good, but it reminds me a lot of what they did with say, uh, paper Mario for the, Wii. but not the Wii. sorry. Uh, the God damn it. The most recent system. Help me out here, guys. Switch. I'm having a brain fart. Exactly. Yeah. Where it's like they took a lot of iconic things out and added in hamsters mm-hmm. and a <laughs> and a black rubber ball that follows you around and the and a cat, mm-hmm. some birds. <laughs> it's like what? I, I I didn't understand the 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 animals that you could ride and utilize their powers with. A lot of them uh, didn't make wait, sense. I mean, there's wait. four different bird types that I played and was like wait a minute. You're complaining about this, and you liked a game with eggplant wizards. Listen, that's a totally different thing. We don't talk about eggplant wizards. We're not talking about <laughs> Kid Icarus right now. What we're I'm trying you, to understand, what what? Because Kirby's like the point of Kirby, in my opinion. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the idea of Kirby to me was to obtain you. You know, you you eat the you eat the enemies, and you get cool powers out of them. Right, like you, you yeah. pick your favorite enemy, you get the cool powers out of them. I felt like because of these side characters that you were running with, it eliminated all of that. Like there yeah. was no reason for me to do that or had any choice. Do I run with these side quests or these side mission dudes or whatever, or do I play at standard Kirby? Do I need them to make this game easier? Probably, but it, then it was like, okay, well now I don't get any cool powers because I'm a fucking sunfish. It's what too is many wrong mechanics, with the, what is wrong with that sunfish's mouth? This is what this is what I'm <laughs> saying. Like it didn't make any sense. It's like Nintendo was like, you have to make a Kirby game, but you can't use any of the powers you have, and you have to use animals around the world. You're well, like, the powers sure, are okay. in the game, though. They're still cutting well, get, and, they're, all, they're and all. They're there, abilities. but do I? I I got these other abilities. Yeah, 
Why would I change if I'm a sunfish? This is working mm-hmm. out pretty good for me, right? Why but the use whole a sword thing when was I like a hamster. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have a hamster with superpowers that throws me as a boomerang, or the cat throws me like a boomerang. You know, so, gets me into some I, secret areas. The weird thing that I find to be with Kirby Three is that it's a sequel to Kirby Dreamland Two for the Game Boy, right? Came out in '95. This came out in 97. The N64 is already out. The Game Boy is still going stupidly strong. Right. Why did they decide they've got this, you know, superpower of a handheld, the new console, and they're like, nah, put it in here. The the dying system. That's where we're going to put this one. I don't understand why they did that. Yeah. Was Kirby Dreamland 2 on the Game Boy Color or Game Boy? Game Boy, no, original game. So not not even in color. So this is probably their their attempt at bringing the color to Kirby, and that was the Super Nintendo. I guess it made the most sense if it was a development for so long. Because the, the Super Nintendo had color to Kirby, like yeah, that we're, we're talking true. we're talking Dreamland. Yeah. But I mean, oh, this, okay, this okay. kind of loses okay. the Kirby look. Like there's right, they they sort of did a. They don't hard line any of the characters the way they usually do. It's a little more subtle and the characters yeah. are more shaded and detailed. Like it's something that would have been on, you know, Game Boy Advance or something right. like that. Sure. But it's on Super Nintendo. And I know Game Boy Advance is basically just like a, a you know, slightly underpowered Super Nintendo for the most right. part. But I mean, this looks like a low budget Game Boy Advance game. I don't understand why they didn't just That's, go for the N64 already. I can or see just that. stick with the Game Boy because the Game Boy, I mean, the Game Boy Pocket was just about to release when this yeah. was released. So the Game Boy Pocket, like Game Boy was still so strong that they were like, we need a hand to, uh, you know, a, a console refresh for the Game Boy. They updated it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How don't was know. The, su- the success of Yoshi's Island? This is an ignorant question, and I'm sorry. But it, it was it pretty right. successful? I think Yoshi Island did very well. I mean, it yeah. netted two versions of the game, right? There's two Yoshi Islands, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm, Tell me if I'm wrong. Just, I well, it was no, it's, it's Super Mario World 2 Yoshi Island. Okay, okay. That's probably where yeah. we get the two from. So maybe they were like, hey, the artwork in this sold so all right, this is one of our significant gaps. So sorry, there's a little bit missing here, but back to our program. Are are like soulmates? Like I, I like they're not the same thing, but they're the same. They're like the same thing. It's like it's a California burrito and uh, a chicken burrito. They're both burritos, but they're different fillings. I'm I'm hungry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm using food. <laughs> That's a real good reference for this today. Well, I'm I mean, sorry. it fits. You know what? I, you know what I mean? Fits, it fits because Kirby shoves everything in his mouth. So I, exactly. Maybe that's why I'm hungry is because I'm watching this guy literally eat everything. He's but eating sunfish. I, it's fine. <laughs> or the sunfish is eating him. Let's not. That's let's true. Yeah. And then he has a weird that's squished good. face at the front of the sunfish. That's right. another weird choice with this is things carry around Kirby instead of Kirby swallowing things. Right. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like, I don't know. That it's, sounds, it's, it's like one thing. It's like bizarro the Kirby other kind of thing. Well, it it's sounds too like. Much. I have a concept in my life called a 2 a.m. idea. A 2 a.m. idea is one of those things where you're like, this sounds so great. I've got this amazing idea. And then you listen to it in the morning and you're like, no, that's not a good idea. 
right? My wife and I, we call that shower math. That is okay. that is shower math. Because well, I'll is... go into the shower and come up with a plan and I'll come out <laughs> and she'll say none of that fucking adds up. So well, for, for me, math. the 2 a.m. is because like, like you're like awake still. You're at the end. You're kind of at that like delirium stage. Maybe you've had a little enhancement in the next morning. <laughs> and so I feel like somebody was like, you know, it'd be a really good idea. Let's put Kirby if in the hand something here. if something carried Kirby around in its mouth. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> Kirby on a cat. Yeah. Kirby on a cat. Yeah, he's so, not even on a cat. The cat's yeah, he's like, pushing him around like a cartoon well, yarn ball. Also, when you fucking when you don't pick the character you want, like like say you pick a different character. If there's another character in the room, they fucking mean mug you when you're leaving with the other thing. If right. you notice that, like when you select a different like animal to ride or be ridden by or whatever, it's like giving you the stink eye. I'm like, why are you so, guilt tripping me? Because I want to roll with the hamster and not you, cat. What's your problem? Get so, your shit together. So real quick, with, with Jake's internet and stuff, we have talked about enter, entry titles. We've gone through the three l- remaining titles. This might be a good place to... Uh, to call it for this week because we have been having so many technical difficulties. We will, we will address and, and resolve the issues. Do we yeah. want to save our top 100 for the next time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll come to the peace table with Canada. We'll figure out the war between <laughs> Canada internet and American internet. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get it solved. We're yeah, all in we'll new places, it so Sorry, it's, guys. it's all good. Don't worry about yeah. it. Don't don't yeah. apologize. It's all Jake, good. Jake, Jake, you're fine, man. Yeah, yeah, we're don't all worry good. about it, dude. All right. Well, this has been Press B. Until next time. Thank you.